This is the Simplistic Reviews Podcast. They talk movies. They talk TV. They talk incessantly. I am your announcer and supreme overlord, Julie. I will rule you with an iron hand. All carbon units will bow down to my superior intellect. Shudder in fear before me, you puny insignificant mortals. Julie. Fine, fine. To be continued. Here are your hosts, Matthew Stewart, DJ Valentine, and Justin Polizzi. Hello, Leningrad. Justin, <laughs> Justin told me. Good morning, <laughs> Justin told me the site's big in Russia, uh, so I'm just catering to the audience. Hello, rest of the world. This is the Simplistic Reviews podcast. As stated a second ago by a $30 million cyborg announcer, Julie. I'm DJ Valentine, the long-witted tell-me-I'm-wrong guy. I'm joined by horror film buff Matthew Stewart and the overall renaissance man that is Justin Polizzi. How you guys doing? Good evening. <laughs> Coming Good evening. How are you doing? <laughs> a vampire and Bane have joined the podcast. Uh, every month <laughs> every month and every two weeks we'll be doing this podcast, uh, pretty much talking movies, talking TV. It's fun. Talking nobody gets, shit. Talking shit. Nobody, mm. nobody gets killed. We try to, you know, when people get killed and I'm tired of burying bodies. So. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of killing them. I'm t- <laughs> you're tired of killing them. <laughs> I'm tired of playing with them. Uh, well... <laughs> Why, why would you peanut butter jar I, again? I, I sit there with the train set and nobody wants to play with me. <laughs> it's a train bumping into the head of a dead person. <laughs> doesn't go in, doesn't go around anymore. He's kind of One like Dan, kind of like Danny DeVito in Throw Mama from the Train. <sighs> kind of like Danny DeVito during sex. Kind of like Danny DeVito, just <laughs> Danny DeVito. The guy is completely nuts. I mean, he's divorced. The only stability in his life now. He's probably just a crazy short guy running around drinking and partying and. Fucking, he's, he's nuts. Fucking and fucking nuts. <laughs> he's nuts, man. That guy's crazy. I don't think Always Sunday in Philadelphia is a show. I just think they follow him around <laughs> with the, act, like his with life the actors story. and he yeah. just starts doing shit. That, that show kind of just... That show just... I love that show. And that kind of... <laughs> that show kind of just died off. I haven't it's seen like, it. It's like one of those painful deaths where like you just want them to go. Away, it's, it's and that, like that, they're I, having like old timers, and then they're like having a stroke at the same time, and then they're trying to juggle cats, and if the cats fall, then millions of babies die. <laughs> and they all have AIDS. It's like that. And they all have AIDS. They're all lit on fire. <laughs> Damn. I haven't it's the seen best way this, to sum that up. I haven't seen it in like two seasons, so I, the, I, the memory I have of it, it was funny. I just People know Matt me, got fat. That that's all. That's it. the last I heard. Yeah. I haven't heard anything from it since. Like the the Halloween episode was. Was interesting. Like it was a different format, which I I respect that. But then it just kicked me in the balls again. <laughs> All right, get us back on track. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So uh, this first segment we like to call talking shit. If you haven't <laughs> under, haven't uh, gathered that already. Um. Yes. I I was watching TV yesterday, and I saw a uh, trailer for Pacific Rim. I don't know if you guys seen like the spoiled the internet 
suffer for it. I still haven't seen it yet. No. No, it's like uh, Cloverfield. If yeah, if it was good, apparently. <laughs> like, like I remember watching Cloverfield when it first came out. And I'm like, oh, this looks fucking badass. It's gonna be monsters and, and I get to see shit. And then I watched the film and, and boobies and boobies something. And then I watched the movie and it's just no boobies. The boobies never came. No monster. I see like the, the monster boobies three. Never came. <laughs> <laughs> I see like no monster for like the entire film until like the last three minutes and it's fucking T.J. Miller narrating my nightmares the whole fucking time. It's horrible. But Pacific Rim looks like it's going to like give me what I want because the commercial is just a fucking monster. The first thing he showed you was a monster. So You see Idris Elba in it? No, it was just... It uh-huh. was it was like a news broadcast and like... Uh, uh, it's kind of like Battle, Battle Los Angeles but with a big-ass monster killing people. Nice. Like it. <laughs> and then they kill it. They kill it in a commercial. I'm like, oh wow! I guess this show be the end of the movie. And they're like, oh no, no. There's this one monster in this. In this and then Bill Cosby comes out. <laughs> Bill Cosby jumps out of there. Dead ghost, dad. Ghost monster. Ghost dad. The, the monster movie. Ghost dad. <laughs> it, all he does is eat pudding. That's how he sustains his big weight. And... Your affinity for ghost dad. <laughs> your affinity burned. for horribly. Your affinity for ghost dad is. Uh, is very alarming. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if that's on DVD. I don't even. Think, I think they just like said, "Nah." One day, one day, I will add that to my Blu-ray collection. Absolutely, it's <laughs> definitely Blu-ray worthy. Really? Definitely, it's something worthy. It's worthy of. Uh, I, I'm telling you, when they were probably deciding on what to put on Blu-ray, there's nobody that was like. Gotta, Ghost that came up. <laughs> we gotta put Blueberry Ghost that on. Listen, this technology is remarkable, <laughs> and, and let me let me just put my foot down first and say, <laughs> Ghost that needs to be number one. If I have a store that's what about not... Stanley? What about Stanley Cooper? No, nah, nah. no, 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 no. If I'm selling, if Ghost I, if I own Cooper's a store a hack. that's Bill selling... Cosby's a national fucking treasure, <laughs> <laughs> except for that time where he, uh, you know. Everybody, hey, everybody rapes a young person every once in a while. <laughs> well, he didn't rape a young person. I think he just cheated on his wife with a younger person. Oh, that's with, with a crippled. Yeah, or, uh, he pulled a Morgan Freeman. He was like, you know, eh, I'm gonna try and date somebody who's attractive. Well, he's trying my, to keep my... it all in the family. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean, keep it all in the family? Didn't like Morgan Freeman's like dating his distant cousin or some crazy oh, shit like that? No, don't ruin March of the Penguins for me. <laughs> I didn't say he was like having sex with her while he was narrating, but spoiler, yeah, spoiler alert: Marcus Freeman Penguin. fucks his family. <laughs> You're watching Marcus the Penguin. You got your kid, and all of a sudden, Morgan Freeman is like, "Oh yeah, it's like, oh yeah, oh cool, man, you you know how to work a dick, young lady." <laughs> Andy Dufresne. <laughs> Let me show you some of my toys. Andy That's Dufresne why. worked a fine dick. <laughs> Crawl through a river of shit and suck the dick on the other side. <laughs> he cry- he climbed through my river of shit. <laughs> oh, uh, anything else you guys want to talk shit about? Or do no, you wanna... I think he did a good job. Nah. <laughs> we didn't say anything meaningful about well, anything. Well, that's why it's shit. <laughs> Saying that you, you brought up a climb through a river of shit, you, you know, it's almost... Synonymous our, with the yes, our tangents yes, are. are remarkable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so a month in reviews is where we think of a word, or we come up with a word, or we tell you a word that encapsulates or sums up the month of November for us. Justin, do you want to start with your word of the month? My word of the month 
If I said November as my word, <laughs> that would be that would be apropos. It would make sense. That'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, really, I would say bond would be my one word. What'd you what'd you uh, think of this guy? Well, it, it's interesting seeing that uh, because we love Skyfall and <clears throat> go ahead. somebody el- go ahead. somebody else here doesn't like Skyfall. So, uh, what do you mean somebody else here? Somebody Me. Else- <laughs> Well, he's the only one. Yeah, really. yeah, he's the only one. So, do I, yeah, do I get a one on the plane. Do I get a chance to defend myself on why yes. I don't like it? You can. I respect oh, that. Right, here you, I respect here that. You so, Justin, tell here us why you, you like. Tell All us right. why you like Skyfall first, and then Matt can rebunk it. Yeah. Uh, do you like uh, Mission Impossible uh, too? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet heavenly. Wait, Jesus. look, we're not talking about Mission Impossible two. We're talking about bullshit skyfall oh jesus it's bullshit skyfall continue justin continue and tell us why <laughs> no no well wait me yeah it's your it's your word of the month bond skyfall i'm assuming they're synonymous well i mean uh you know 50th uh, anniversary 50 years yes sir it's pretty impressive for any franchise um nowadays especially so many uh, times that the franchise could have crashed and burned but you know picked ourselves up die another day <clears throat> <clears throat> And moved on. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a that was a sad day for a lot of people. Well, a dark enough. day. And when you get, you know, raped by Morgan Freeman on the same day as you watch Die Another yeah, Day, it doesn't really help out. Pretty awful. But, yeah, um, you got that. And uh, that, uh, and, I, and I, I like Skyfall. And, uh, you know, to see a uh, film that lasted 50 years of film franchise is, is quite a, quite a mar- remarkable if you ask me I mean you can't really do that nowadays can you no. with really anything The Simpsons is essentially the only thing I mean really <laughs> and the only time they do anything like that is like Twilight and they stretch oh. out to two parts which you know kind of defeats the purpose but yeah it's, uh, it's Bond baby <laughs> What the what didn't you like about Skyfall, Matt? And we will we will beat you with with, with sticks after you say it. Okay, I, I just got three words for you: Komodo dragon jumping. <laughs> Is that the only? There's, that's it. Yeah. Well, it's there's more. Well, what else? That's the big bugaboo I have. Okay, here, here's, I mean, I... here's my breakdown of Skyfall. The reason that it annoys me <clears throat> in some ways is that, um, and you can also check out the reviews that we we all posted three different reviews on the website too so you can have our text reviews if you don't want to hear my annoying Jewish voice <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a, an, an inconsistency of the Bond movie where it's it has moments like Komodo Dragon jumping but then it jumps right back into a movie that's taking itself very seriously and it's very earnest so why right. put Komodo dragon jumping in the middle of it? Yeah, I understand. I understand you're supposed to be. It's a tribute to 50 years of Bond, and live and let die. It's okay for a Bond fan. Fine. I mean, it's, it's a tribute because you have ridiculous stuff, and then you have um, the other thing. It didn't bother me at the time, but it kind of bothered me a little bit now. Well, was can I interject? Oh yeah, of course. Was it? Was it? Was it the jumping, or was it the uh, the Chinaman getting pulled away from the other Komodo dragon? Uh, it, that was a little ridiculous, too, because uh, I don't think a Komodo dragon could probably do that to a grown-ass 400-pound fucking Samoan. Or was whatever he, he was. And he was a big Chinaman. Is that is that the right nomenclature, I think Chinaman? It's, I think it's sumo wrestler, actually. Sumo wrestler, whatever he is. A big, a big Chinaman <laughs> gets pulled away by a Komodo dragon. Granted, the Komodo dragon was kind of big, but it wasn't like a T-Rex. Right. It wasn't the... Uh, Velociraptor from Jurassic Park. Yeah, it was an animal, 
I don't know. Right. Sorry. <laughs> so it was the jumping. It was the jumping mostly. The jumping was right. yeah, that was a little ridiculous. I, I can accept the fact that okay, a guy he, he got bit, he's in pain, he gets pulled away. But jumping on a animal or a Komodo dragon to get out of a pit, eh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it came off a little it, it, it came a little it came off cringy. Yeah, it came off hokey, but if you go back to the old Bond movies, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, there was a lot of hokiness in it, so it's a throwback. Well, I, I was, I think it was mostly a, um, yeah, it was mostly a nod to Live and Let Die, jumping on alligators. There you go. Ah, okay. so, there you go. Mm. See, see. Yeah. See. So I, because th- they they tried fitting that in a lot. There's a lot of moments, um, watching the film, you'll you'll see. It's kind of it's kind of like like uh, Die Another Day, where they, were th- they had all the gadgets yeah, and everything. Yeah, which they, I don't which I don't like was, that movie either because uh, that, that's too hokey. It's like too whew. like oh my god, ridiculous. Movie's, right, the movie's bad. Right. <laughs> so this this was better that way. They kind of they didn't they didn't you know put it right there in front of you. They they kind of snuck it in there a little bit. So only certain people would kind of you know notice maybe the first round, and then they saw it a second time, then they noticed it you know something else. But yeah, I think when they did that. They didn't really expect it, and it kind of came off a little cheesy. I, I, I grant you that it did come off cheesy. But I think that's more. But to, I understand what you're saying on that. But just to me, I, it's a film. It's, a, it's there's more moments in that movie where like I was surprisingly touched, or I was like, "This is freaking awesome." Where I'm gonna be derailed by a Komodo dragon. It takes a lot to yeah. do. I, maybe I'm just more patient with films, or like, well, I'm, what was what was your problem with me? It? I love I yeah. love Skyfall. I don't. You had no issues with it. Whatsoever. I was the only person that had issues. Yeah, the only person. No, I, I wrote. There, I wrote. I yeah, yeah. There, there's there's uh, there's certain things where I, I know it's not perfect. I'm just comparing it to the overall. Yeah, no, Bond it's movie. A good time. There's nothing in that film that I'm going to be like, oh, this movie's bad. Because I can always really? say, Dying of the Day. It, it, it was almost like getting cock slapped watching that movie, and then when I watch Skyfall, right. this movie is like. That scene where, spoiler alert, or I'm not going to really spoil it, but the scene at the very end when he's talking to M in the church, yeah. I was right. like, wow, what, do I, I'm, I'm feeling genuine emotion in a Bond movie? That to me, right. like, was like amazing. I, I, I would, you would never get that from, uh, view to a kill. Put it that way. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. Well, be... no. You you got you got it from Her Majesty's Secret Service. Service, service yeah. Bond loses his wife. That was the last time I'd ever seen a scene like that where yeah. I was just like, "Wow, that was really touching." E- even in Casino Royale, when yeah. when Vesper, in the shower. yeah, the shower was good, but yeah. the, the most touching moment you would think would be when Vesper, spoiler alert, at on the roof, and he's not even crying yeah. there. The only time he's ever cried. Is is with with him? Yeah. That's the only that's the only time I'd ever seen him. Because she was the mother. Figure. Exactly. Yeah. And I, that that, that scene to me, this that's why I say it was like the most dramatic bond I'd ever seen. Because there's yeah. moments where you're just like, wow, that was a really good scene. So I, I mean, Kamala Dragon, I agree. It, it's probably somebody in the studio. It's probably the broccolis or whatever. Hey, let's put a dragon in there. But I mean, I just take it as an overall. The first opening scene of that movie, I don't care what anybody says. That's probably the best action I, scene. I agree. Seen. I like that. That, that, scene, <laughs> I like, that set the tone, and I thought it was going to get some good like a- action. But the, the action in that movie also was very few and far between. I mean, you had mm-hmm. what maybe... That was the big action set piece. And then you really didn't have a lot of set pieces after that in terms of action. It was a lot of kind of Spying. prodding along yeah. almost. There were some scenes of, like was... a lot of... You had the, the montage sequence of him trying to get back into shape, kind of. But it's like... 
eh, it, it came off as very Batman uh, Dark Knight Rises to me, which is it was like literally biting off Dark Knight Rises, which is okay. I understand you're trying to make James Bond Batman in a way, but it's like that's already been done. Yeah, right. but I, I th- yeah. it's a different it's it's a different I say character, my, but I, my, I I understand this you know where people see that. Really, my biggest biggest pet peeve, biggest issue with that film was the um, idea that he is too old to be Bond. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> a couple years ago, he was the young one, and he just started Now old. he's the old now one. Now he's old suddenly. <laughs> yeah. And that, like, that got to me the most, where I'm like, are you kidding me? Just one film between? And now he's uh, he's old, he's broken down, and he needs to retire. Because there's a lot of jokes about him being old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and have they seen the idea, Never Say Never Again or View to a Kill or Die Another Day? Because they was, Bonds have been old before and right. way more embarrassingly, but, by the way. Well, yeah. But um, but this was this was this was more part of the story. This was more thrown in there, and you know, we just had <laughs> we just had Casino Royale where he's you know young, and and, and it's not a problem. That's not going to kill it for me. But um, yeah, that kind of just it, it hurt me a little bit. <laughs> it's a little I cried. Uh, like just making was somebody raped. old that quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt. You know, and if you look at the, you know, everyone has their opinion on this particular matter. But I'm from the idea that it Bond is the same guy. Every actor is the same. Bond. Some people say it's a different. It's a, yes, it's a code they get name. that from mostly Casino Royale. Yeah. The, the, the comedy uh, spoof yeah. <laughs> um, where they have that you know different 007s um, so if you if you look at that and, and and from my point he is the same James Bond and then you throw M in the mix there um, this film kind of changes how I, I viewed where it started and you know because you have Goldeneye as her first appearance mm-hmm. so you kind of you gotta put. You gotta put like. You gotta rearrange yeah, things. Yeah, Golden Eyes kind of like takes place. Like Skyfall's at the end of. Skyfall would happen probably after Die Another Day, but Casino Royale yeah. and Quantum would be before Golden Right. It's 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 like yeah, um, bookended now, like between the fifty years almost. You know, the first two are, are kind of in the, in the front. We got Skyfall now in the back, which is nice because then you have a whole new uh, journey yeah. you can go on with an. It, with a new M and a new Money Penny, and you got Q now, so that's fine. But yeah, it just it just kind of the whole oldness thing kind of changed it, kind of warped it for me. But hey, it is what it is. The film, it was a good film, and you don't really get to see too many good films in the movie theater these days. Twilight. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, Matt. Do you have a word of the month? A word of the month. Um, let's throw out there Obama. <laughs> Obama, okay. Obama, Obama. That's all I got. <laughs> that, what do you think of? What do you, what do you, I mean, we we could we could deviate a little bit from kind of talking movies. I mean, Obama. What do you, what do you think? I mean, give give a few words about just what you thought about because we did a few movies on election movies and stuff like that and kind of the uh, political process, if you will. Those three reviews. Uh, so uh, I I know whenever they do the Obama movie starring Will Smith, which is probably gonna happen <laughs> I that's just like see that so yeah 
I could see that being really, really successful or whatever. It probably, it's probably going to be made after his this term and he's out of office, then they'll probably make it. But yeah, eh, well, it, I mean, I, I, when it comes to election films and stuff like that, I, I picked election mm-hmm. because it was a very funny film to me. It, I didn't think it was going to be what it was. But my favorite election film, it, it, it's got to be American President, just to me because you got effing Michael Douglas as the President of the United States. Nothing gets fucking better than that. The only thing that could be better is Danny Glover as the President of the United States, which is amazing. <laughs> in 2012 when the world is ending or Morgan Freeman in Deep Impact oh, oh Jesus Morgan Freeman <laughs> why does he keep coming back in our conversations <laughs> he's God the president <laughs> an incestuous uncle or grandfather whatever the hell he is well you get lonely in the Oval Office uh, I guess my word of the month would probably be Levitt as in Joseph Gordon Levitt he, I, this is rumor that came out this week about him playing Batman in the Justice League movie. Yeah. Pisses me off for the simple fact Why? that it, it stems from DC not getting out of their own damn way. You see Marvel doing Avengers. They do this great film. Well, they, they have a game plan. Yeah, they have a game plan. And they have so many hurdles to jump over. DC has none of these things. They own every one of to, their uh, characters. To make a football term, I guess they're just hell marrying it, DC. Right out of the gate, but I mean, yeah. Are you? Are, do you, you know, do you want? Do you kind of just watch throwing a, it? Uh, let's want, see if they like it. Uh, it's like throw I mean, shit at the wall and see if it sticks. Batman you, stuck. You do know. you want to watch a Justice League movie with a faux Batman? Why would you want to watch that? He's essentially. He's I mean, Robin. I love. Jo- yeah. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I, I I would love if his name was Dick Grayson instead of John. Whatever his name, John Stewart, John Scott, John Robin Noble. Blake, Robin Blake. John Blake. His name was John Robin Blake. Would you want to watch that guy as Batman? No. You want to see freaking Batman. DC just can't get out of their own way. And honestly, to, in my opinion, I don't... I, Christopher Nolan... He needs to get out of there, I think. I, I his, his, his his thoughts about Dark Knight... He is Dark out Knight, of there. Well, he's fully awake because he's... He's he's running Man in charge of the he, Superman movie, but... He is. Superman's he's in following the Superman down movie. the same path as path Batman. Is him yeah. and he's Godfather. Godfather. He's the Godfather. Yeah, 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 he's the yeah, Godfather yeah. of DC and Warner's and right he's, now. Yeah. His thoughts about comic books are simply this. I don't like comic books. I don't care what the fans think. And that... I'm going to transcend comic books, which is fine for the Dark Knight. It works perfectly for the Dark Knight. It does not work for Superman. It does not work for the well, Justice League. It does yeah, not work but for he's Flash. Not, he's not writing it, nor is he directing it. His brother's you know? writing it, and he's well, like the producer of it. If his when brother's watching, writing it, that means Christopher Nolan's writing it. <laughs> yeah, and I, when, I, when I watched the trailer for The Man of Steel, and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this movie. And I know Matt already has that apprehension because you're not a big Zack Snyder fan. Fuck, and fuck I'm, him. Yeah, I, yeah. I, what? Oh. <laughs> what, is that like a is that a threat or is that a promise? <laughs> I, I don't know. You said it. I like him. I was never a big Superman fan. And I'm interested. Let's put it that. Put it, it that way. But it's not gonna be Superman, not the way I remember it. It's gonna be Superman. See, it's Good. <laughs> but I mean, if you put every, if you make all your characters essentially in the same dreary ass universe, 
the thing that makes Batman Superman work great is that Batman is dreary and Superman is the Boy Scout. You don't want to have what's, two what's dark going characters. On. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'm Superman. Uh, I'm Batman. Uh, they're all depressed. Superman is supposed to be the optimistic, go-getting, colorful, well, happy hero. Batman is the one, the realist. It's like a realist and an optimist. You don't want to have two realists in a room because it's going to be this. Uh, yeah, I guess saving the world. Pretty fucking pointless. Yeah. I guess I go go back to Metropolis. Uh, go back to Gotham. No, the reason well, why. Well, Batman say, keeps I mean, I don't. You don't know yet. You know what I mean. You don't, I, you don't I, know if he's gonna be. I hope. I hope. I hope I'm wrong. It's just, I just, it just has that look to it that it's they're going the dark route, and it's it's it, it's good. confusing because they go dark Batman. They're gonna go dark Superman, but then they go cheery, colorful Marvel type Green Lantern. Yeah, d- so well, and, and you have a, you have an identity crisis. On, they have an identity big, crisis big over in DC. DC, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's like the crisis on Infinite Earths in yeah. real life. And now they're making a Wonder Woman show. They're making a Wonder Woman show, and it's not her. The person who's playing Wonder Woman, it's not Wonder Woman. It's like her name is Iris now, and she's not. Well, like, why? No, that's why? just that's just for casting purposes. Her name, I, her name is, her name will be Dana. I, it better be because um, everything I keep hearing, this sounds like they keep getting in their own way, and they have no reason to do that. My, if Marvel had to do that, I could understand it because they have to worry about well, Sony owns Spider Man and Fox owns it. DC owns all their shit. Why can't yeah. they just do exactly what the hell they want to do? Yeah, I, I wouldn't rush to judgment on this. I hope yet. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm being a as a preemptive. I think, I think strike. the thing that you can you could say is is the way they go about it plan wise game plan wise which they don't have you they know what i mean they do not <laughs> haven't really seen anything yet because really a superman will be the first part of this overall plan so yeah maybe and then they'll probably reboot i, I would i can see them rebooting batman before they do a justice league but they're, movie, but, but they're saying they're not going to reboot batman it's going to be joseph gordon levitt's character from the dark knight rises which is i, well, I don't it's, think it's that's a good idea at this point. i mean who knows? i hope it's i don't I think it's going to happen more. I hope it's a rampant, stupid. Sadly, I think, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna reboot it. But when I heard when I heard that, I was like, oh, please tell me this is bullshit. Please. I, I think the best thing you should do with Batman is just wait a few years and and don't even think about it for DC's, you know, WB or DC, and then come up with one hell of a game plan because then they can put themselves in a position to make um, a nice reboot and then follow it into someone of just league and then falling into Batman do it, Beyond. In re- do, do it in reverse do it in reverse that, by the way I was reading a website Justin you'd love to hear this and they were talking about best they were talking about greatest cartoons that should be movies yeah number one on the list Batman Beyond <laughs> number one and on the list is Batman Beyond <laughs> I, I do see that being I do believe good. it could be the greatest thing ever but they have to do it the right way and yeah. I don't think they're gonna do it the right way they, I, I I don't if they can't get if Justin if they can't get Superman like or, or they, if they can't figure out how to do a Superman movie this is like their third time trying yeah. to do it you think they're gonna be able to do Batman Beyond without no it because up? you need to plant the seed prior to doing Batman way prior yeah you way need to prior. to establish yeah, exactly. um, Batman Amanda, you gotta and uh, then you gotta establish Amanda Waller you gotta establish Star Labs it. all that stuff yeah yeah so. But yeah, Levitt, Levitt, uh, who I love. Levitt would be great if he was, if he was originally like, okay, we're going to name him Dick Grayson. He's Robin. Now he's Nightwing. I'd be like, fine, because he's a great actor. I think he's yeah. the future. 
Justice, you could start off Justice League, and then he could be like getting his name changed. To... <laughs> oh boy! He's in the, he's in the oh, movie goodness. opens where he's in line at the at the at the, at the court at the court at the courthouse. I'm legally changing my name to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd okay. high five uh, DC for doing that. That'd be uh, that's ballsy. That'd be yeah, a ballsy that, thing. That to just do. have some balls to, to do something that stupid. Oh man! Uh, he changes his middle name to like Spider-Man Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> My middle name is Marvel now. What? Yeah. Shut up! What Get you out of here, about it, son. All right, uh, hey, uh, uh, Justin, you want to play a game? Okay. Julia, hit the uh, music and do the game. Time for the game that's fun for the whole family. It's Russian roulette. Uh, no. No. Okay, well let's play word association then. Today's contestant is Justin Polizzi. Uh first word. Disney. Uh boy. <laughs> Disney? Yeah. Scared. <laughs> Why scared? Why scared? <laughs> well you're you're referring to uh Star Wars, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um it could, it could it could go it could go the right way but I don't think I think they're gonna go the Twilight way and just oh. jam it down people's throats until the day we all die <laughs> and uh, produce more and more merchandise to the point where it's gonna be pouring out of our mouth and our eyes and our ears so I'm scared I'm scared <laughs> okay Julie's second word Red Dawn Red Dawn I wish the word was home. <laughs> I wish the word cancer. was cancer. Why cancer? Have you uh, seen any of it? No. We'll watch it and then, you know. Have, Have you, you seen, seen somebody with cancer? <laughs> Red Dawn is the key. Red Dawn. After watching Red Dawn, you're telling me they have chemo booths outside of the theater? Your hair will be falling out when you watch that movie. There's no point to that film. There's no point to that film, and and it and because it's an '80s film, it works for that time period. It's the storyline works for that time period. Does not work nowadays. Does not work nowadays. <laughs> so yeah, cancer. <laughs> Third because word. they're going to keep doing it. They're going to keep doing shit like that. They're going to keep remakes doing that don't work. It's a cancer. It's a cancer to the whole film industry. I, I, I can't disagree. I haven't seen it, but I can only imagine how god awful that movie is. Uh, third word Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> Death. <laughs> Whereas Red Dawn is cancer from all the remakes. Um, luckily, they don't do remakes with those films, they actually do. From what I understand, they actually do carbon copies of the book, which isn't necessarily the greatest thing to do on screen. Because, for example, characters appear in books randomly, and in films, when they appear randomly, it doesn't really work out for the viewer to watch. So, when you watch those films, and I've tried, <laughs> oh, you were brave, oh, have I tried. <laughs> Oh, have I tried. And I've seen a little bit of the uh, the new one. 
god. I've only seen the ending. That's the only thing I've seen. The the fight scene? Thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, well, um you Death. Death is the first word that comes to my mind because first of all, acting, storyline, everything just falls apart. Lighting, um, special effects just look horrific. If you, you laugh. It's not, it's not a laughing matter. This is serious. I'm sorry. This, it's so bad. This is serious. So it's, it's, you can't make this up. No. And, and, and there's a part where um, a certain character wants to sleep with a certain character's baby. Oh my god. Why do we keep going into this? This is not really incest. It's more pedophilia. It's beyond that. It really is beyond that. It's it's beyond the whole emo, the Elmo thing. <laughs> it's, um, like, it's, funny, it's funny you say that because your yeah. fourth word is Elmo. I was. <laughs> very funny you say that. Twilight. <laughs> it's a vicious circle. It's a circle of life, man. Yeah. Death, cancer. Oh, it's all connected there. Um. Yeah, well, hey, job opened up, so maybe we can uh, practice the voice for that. This has been Word Association. If you feel dirty after listening to that, then we've accomplished our goal. It all, it all does connect, if you think about it. Oh, man. That, that may have been ass. the most controversial game of uh, Word Association that we will, we will ever have. Matt, you're going to have to top it next it time. Will get, it this. will get better. <laughs> Or worse. <laughs> or worse. I think one or the other. Anytime where you have one of the words that you use is cancer. And then death. And then de- death is a good one. Death is like, oh, okay. Death. Well, no. If you, listen. <laughs> I know I know it can, it can be jokey and goofy and all. But it honestly is the truest if you think about it. Like if you, if you watch the Red Dawn remake, it really is a cancer. It really <laughs> I know it's it sounds goofy, but I was gonna watch it before we started taping today, and I was like, nah, no. Yeah, well, it's good because you don't have cancer. That's good. I, I well, just, that, you made you helped me that in the Twilight film. Oh, I, it's too late for me on that one. I'm dead. If you watch both on <laughs> the same day, one after the other, <laughs> no one will ever hear from you ever again. The double feature, double feature. Uh, all right, now we're gonna do a TV roundup. Uh, Matt, do you uh, want to talk about anything on television, on the telly? On the, te- on the telly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. A few of the things that uh, I'm watching right now, um, still keeping up on Walking Dead. Um, I know, you, DJ, you said you're behind. Justin, are you I'm, caught I'm, I'm behind. Or, no? I'm behind. Right. It's that uh, Boardwalk Empire I'm catching up on uh, right now. I am now. on. I'm and, on with that. Uh, you, you, comic let's book talk men. about that. I don't know if you guys watch Comic Book Men. but I try not to. It's uh, contrary to popular belief. Even if you don't like Kevin Smith, you still might like Comic Book Men. I've is seen. That, I've seen. Is, two that, or three. is that film in Jersey? Yeah, it's in a comic book shop in Jersey and yeah, Red yeah, Bank, right? Justin? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen two or three episodes. <laughs> I've only seen the one episode at your your placement. Oh, yeah, never, after I Walking never... Dead. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's fine. I mean, it's it went. It was an hour show the first season. Now they've 
they've uh, got it down to a half hour show plus the fact it's on at 11:30 on Sunday which I don't know what AMC's doing I think AMC's kind of kind of saying or uh, we want to cancel the show cuz we know nobody's going to watch it at 11:30 at mm-hmm. on uh, AMC on Sunday so I don't know maybe they're happy they get 10 viewers and they're okay with that but um, <laughs> I think it's a problem per- me personally liking the show it's it's time a little slot. bit of an issue the yeah, time, the time slot's the problem the time slot it's well here's the problem I have with AMC you have Walking Dead at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then you have Walking Dead at ten o'clock. <laughs> it's like okay, I guess watch the show. So obviously, I'm not going to watch it again. FX does the same thing with Justified. They do Justified at ten, or yeah, ten and then eleven. Yeah, well, they do that with all their shows. But, yeah, yeah, but you don't Just, have new shows that come after, like Justified. Justified plays Justified, and then it's like I don't know. They're showing infomercials for Muscle Milk or some shit on on, <laughs> on, on FX. But on AMC, you have Walking Dead, but then you have Talking Dead and. Uh, comic book men. Why don't you just do Walking Dead, Talking Dead, Comic Book Men, and then you replay your Walking Dead again at eleven o'clock? I think they're using logic. Yeah, but they're probably saying a re a replay of Walking Dead is probably going to get us better ratings than a new episode of Comic Book Men. That's essentially yeah. why they probably did that. That's true. I, yeah, but I also think they're selling Talking Dead short because you you would think people want to watch Talking Dead after they get done watching The Walking Dead. Well, because so, isn't. Yeah, but he's on that too. Um, talking to that, correct? Well, it's that Chris Hardwick is like the host of it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but he so. he comes on once in a while, right? He co- yeah, he comes on Smith. like in, it's like oh today's yeah. hashtag is I'm stupid. So you know, it's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be a nice transition period to it, do that. It would make you know? sense. I don't know. I really honestly don't know why AMC does that. And now AMC is going to have a real problem once uh, Breaking Bad's gone because they got to. Yeah. Well, more... I think that's the issue. I think I think you're you nailed it. I don't think they really care that much for Comic Book Man because yeah. here that's gone, right? It's in their final season or whatever, or last season's coming up, right? Oh, yeah, Breaking Bad, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I've yet to watch it. I'm just waiting until it's finished, and then I'm just gonna. I'm two seasons in. I stopped after. Uh, there's an episode called "I Fucked." It's called the, the name of the episode is called "I Fucked Somebody." I forget the guy's name. <laughs> That's the name of the episode because why'd initial, you stop? It's it, I forget his name. It's like Walter. No, it's not Walter. It's like Frank. I fucked. Oh, Ted or something. And the name of the episode is called "Ift," and that's the last thing they say in the episode is "I I fucked Ted." Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> the only the only time I'm I'm a big Mad Men fan. So see, I'm not. I wa- uh, Yeah, it's it's a certain. It's only for really certain people. Really, if you think about it. What smart no, people? No offense. <laughs> no Jews allowed to this show. <laughs> well, in that time, day and age, you you wait outside. By the fire <laughs> wait hydrant. outside. You and your Shylock nose wait outside. Wait over by the by the corn beefing. But pastrami. But that is uh that's that's gonna be ending. You know. Yeah. Eventually, gonna, you know, yeah. a few seasons. So I think they don't know what the hell they're doing. I think they're just getting ready, and then they're gonna have to have a whole new round of. Uh, TV shows. Well, I heard that AMC they're renewing the killing or they're bringing the killing. They back brought to they life. brought it back, which yeah. I don't. I never watched one episode of it. I, I couldn't. I don't like to, shows like that. It used to come on. Well, after I, shows, but, I mean, I, I heard it was good, but when I heard the, what the, the premise of it was, I was like, "You mean I gotta wait till the end of the series to find out who killed this fucking kid?" Screw it. I don't. I don't want to watch it. If it was yeah. a different killing every week, <laughs> I'm in. But if it's like. It's it's almost like Twin Peaks with the oh, who killed her. Uh, I don't. I want to know now, or I'm not gonna sit there for 
five seasons for oh the guy with the umbrella who I said in season two was the killer is the killer. Oh great. I don't I don't need to sit through that. You're like that's a, why I like, like I like an old why, man. I am an old man. That's why I like American Horror Story where they say, you know what, at the end of every season, we, that's it. We we rebooting this shit every time. It's different It's, it's easier cast, that way too. Way easier. Recast right. new writers, new direction. You never have to worry about man, I hate this show. Well if you don't hate this show, don't worry, wait till next season. It's gonna be completely effing different. So I'm yeah. with you on that. I, I, you guys watch a lot of highbrow stuff. You've talked about more highbrow stuff than me. I got like a guilty pleasure. I don't even know if it's guilty pleasure. I've been watching this Arrow show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. If so, for some reason, CW puts these shows on where I'm like, this looks awful. I have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you do. And I do. Like, LaFemme Nikita came out. I was like, this looks awful. But Nike Q's hot. I'll watch it. <laughs> That's essentially my thinking. It's like, this looks, I mean, everything I'm looking at this looks, Shane West, this is bad. Wait, Maggie Hughes hot. I'll watch it. So I'm watching uh, uh, the commercial for Arrow, and I'm like, this looks like Smallville. It's essentially Smallville. So I'll, I'll watch the first episode, and I'll just, you know, write a review on it and shit on it. And I watched the first episode, and the first episode, I mean, Justin, you're a DC head. You know DC stuff. I don't remember Green Arrow being a murderer. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, a was, murderer. <laughs> that was uh, the talk on the web. I mean, good God. It's like he killed like eight people the first episode. Well, guess what? I don't mind it. I don't mind it either. It makes a difference in small Because at first it starts off just like Smallville where like, oh, you know, melodrama with the family. My family's going to hide my island. I'm going to hide my secret from my family. <laughs> and then it's like, it's like Smallville, Smallville. And then he gets into a fight and oh, did he, did he just break that guy's neck? Oh, did he just stab that guy in the neck with a knife? Oh, did he just throw that guy off a building? So the killing, even though it's uncharacteristic <laughs> to Green Arrow, makes the show, it's still bad. But yeah. <laughs> it does make it does make it more watchable because they had and um, again DC, who I think they again they control every character. They're allowed to put characters yeah, in it. I was going to say that. Yeah, I they was going to say I respect Deadshot. that show because I, I was, they have the Royal Flesh Gang in there. Royal Flesh Gang. They had Deadshot. They had yeah. they had uh, last week they had um what's her name uh the Batman's daughter um uh with Catwoman Oracle uh, the the huh? whole. The the, <laughs> the one with the crossbow and the, the one that was dating the question. I forget her I forget her name for some reason. Huntress. Uh, Huntress, yeah. thank you. Oh she's a Huntress. Huntress. Oh, That's who it was. That's who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, right? her. Yeah. She was on last week. Sorry. Huntress is her name. Okay. She was on there? Yeah, yeah. She was uh and she had the same backstory. She was uh, adopted by this mafia guy and the guy who's playing supposedly playing Metallo in the Man of Steel movie, he was there. The guy from Battlestar Galactica. It, it, but and in the episode there's a scene where Arrow just snaps this guy's neck like nothing. He's snapping this guy's neck while he's looking at Huntress kill this other guy. And after he breaks his neck, he goes up to Huntress and is like, hey, uh, you need to stop killing people. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, did you just kill that guy over there? But no, Arrow is a show that is literally like eating a Krispy Kreme donut. It's not good for you. It's really bad for you. Uh, but the sugar makes it acceptable. So, <laughs> Justin, you see any uh, watch any shows other than Mad Men? And uh, is Mad Men even on right now? Is no, it? no, no, it's, no, it's not. In between Sadly. seasons. Sadly, it's not. Um, really, um, let me talk about Boardwalk Empire. Oh, okay, all right. 
I'm not right. watching it, yeah. so go ahead. That's it. That's all I'm talking about. <laughs> all right. No, they finally, the uh, their, their, their balls finally dropped. Oh, they did something racy and... Uh, <sighs> Did you, did you anyone see it? Did you, I'm, I'm, Matt, you watched it? I'm only on episode uh, seven right now, so I'm like about four. Okay. I'm, I'm the last. Okay. I, I don't want to spoil because uh, DJ's kind of right. on a crusade to kind of not watch it. I don't know. Well, I'm, reason, I, I, so I, may, I, mean, you, I don't you want guys, to spoil. I, I, I never thought Boardwalk Empire didn't have balls. The, the part where no, he, it, hmm. Michael the, Shannon the way this, was the season's gone. I, I thought they they missed a lot of good opportunities. Mm-hmm. So. With this season, I thought it should have been a lot more violent and a lot more shit, yeah, shit going action on. packed. All right, where are you getting it then? Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. And exactly you, get what you're it. You, you get it. You get it in um, the last episode, mm, and okay. it's very good. And just the way it was done, um, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to not spoil it for anyone. The way it was done was the way it should have been done. Maybe. Uh, four or five episodes in because there's only what 12 episodes yeah i think i think next next week is the finale yeah the final one yeah that's right that's 12 i I believe 12 episodes so uh, to me they should have had they they keep adding things and they keep stretching out the story especially this season Mm -hmm. you know first season was great second season was great this season just felt like it's stretching 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 where they should have gotten rid of some characters and some some characters have um <laughs> disappeared let's say yeah okay. in ways that i don't think justify the greatness of certain characters and stuff like that so it seems somewhat lazy this season certain things certain episodes and then finally the last the last uh, episode i was like all right there you go your balls have finally dropped for the season you know, and then we only have one more episode, so it's kind of like, ugh. I mean, it's still good. Don't get me wrong, but uh, there's something about that. What, Matt? What was my reason why I stopped watching? Well, I, you didn't like it for the main. Okay, I'll, I guess I'll speak for DJ. Yeah, speak for me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like it because they got rid of a lot of characters you liked. You didn't like the fact that they got they pretty much wrote out Chalky White and kind of yes. just. Not oh no, he's he's back. Yeah, okay. he, I, I've seen that he's coming. More. Like he's been he's been in season three more than he was in season two. Season two just well, seemed like he disappeared and it wasn't. In last the, episode, no. last episode, Margaret's not even in it, and it's mostly he fought. He he's in it more. You know that whole episode, Chalky's in it. So oh, that's good because I mean I, I like yeah. him a lot as a character, but they they kind of oh, he's great. They were kind of de they they were kind of de developing his character where it was like okay. I, I, it wasn't going where I thought it was going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they I, did that on purpose because in this episode he needs Chalky. Okay. Certain people need Chalky, and then Chalky's like, "Hey, man. Hey, hey man. I'm you didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want me. Now you come after. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the season two I think was a reason. I, I I watched all of season two. I guess I guess it's season two, right? And yeah, I, season two, yeah. And, and I, I just found myself watching episode after episode where I'm like, I don't like any of these people. Uh, they, they they're focusing on they're focusing on people I don't like. I want to stay with Chalky or Steve Buscemi, Nookie, or, or Michael Shannon at least. But there weren't they weren't there. I was focusing on this yeah. douchebag that was who's not on the show anymore and uh, his mother. And his his mother's. Uh, it's like I don't care about these people. Go back to Nookie. I don't care about any of these and, damn people. And they do that. They do that in this season. They 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 go back to the mother and her coping with not having a son. Oh, and she 
gets a new son yeah, kind of I, thing. Yeah, I just got yeah. done with that episode, actually. Yeah, so that was a little bit, what the fuck, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't really mind it too much, but again, it they dragged it on too long, and they stretched it out. When, it, when you only have 12 episodes, yeah, that's things true. need to be quicker, and you can't be adding all these characters and storylines and then stretching out and then saying, well, stick around for the final episode because that's that's the real episode there that's the real good episode with all the action and the character developments you know finally close but mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like 24 did that 24 used to do that like yeah the good seasons were good and then, like the crappy seasons of 24 they get to like the last episode and then throw all the cards in yeah, and then start fresh, and it's kind of like okay, it's, 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 thanks. It's, thanks for wasting my time. It's yeah. very interesting you say that because Twenty Four did that a lot, where you're like, I want, fi- I want to either stay with Jack or stay with the president, but then I'm following Chloe on some computer hacking mission with this British bald guy, and now I'm with the drug dealer. I don't care about these people. Show me yeah, where the hell. Her. Yeah, show me where Jack is. Where is the British <laughs> President Palmer? At least show me DB Woods. Like, something, but they keep. They, Shows, I guess, they don't want to give you everything, but they make the other characters so... It's not even bad, just... You yeah, see, the thing with 24, it had 24 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. This, you only got 12, and then I feel like I feel like they stretch it. That'd be my one word, stretching. Mm-hmm. Well, because the thing with, like, 24, it's 20, it was 24 one-hour episodes, so you really have to right. milk the entire season, which can kind of be... It could, Dragon it be Ball double edged Double-edged sword, <laughs> because... One, yeah, you can make twenty-four really kick kick-ass episodes, but then midway, maybe hours seven through twelve, were absolutely crap and filler, and really supplied nothing to the story as a whole. So, yeah, I mean, you have if you're going to do twenty-four one-hour episodes, you really got to bring it strong. Whereas Boardwalk Empire, ha- it's had its ups and downs. That's why I kind of got out of the season about episode four, and I just wanted to get back now. Yeah. But but there, there were moments interspersed throughout this season so far that are oh, definitely, yeah. good, really good moments and like Jip yeah. G- Rossetti adding him as a character and, and a main character yeah. this season was yeah. probably the smartest thing they did because they didn't, they didn't really have a good like uh, antagonist because no. you had the antagonist in season 2 who was uh, Jim, Jimmy of. was kind of an antagonist but he was like conflicted he was the conflicted antagonist who you didn't know if he was good or bad uh, so yeah um we're gonna do this another this next segment. I think we call it uh, what did we? We ch- you changed the name of it, Matt. Do you want to introduce the segment? Simply the best. Oh my god. Simply the best. <laughs> it's where we decide on uh, four things. Oh god, I, I, that literally scared me. Uh, <laughs> that was Tina Turner. Tina Turner. That, that amazing video, by the way. It's Tina Turner and a horse. Now, if that doesn't get you to YouTube immediately, <laughs> I don't know what does. Two, ho- Tina- two horses and Tina Turner? No, it's well, <laughs> that sounds like a porno. <laughs> two horses and Tina Turner. Uh, this is a segment where we decide on four uh, we, four things. We decide what's the best of them all, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, because it's Bond Month that just passed, the first one is best Bleach Bond Bond Baddie. Whoa! Yes, that was, that's a, that's that a was mouthful. good. That was a mouthful. You like bleach, that? like bleached hair. Bleach hair, yes. Like okay. Uh, the four we got right now is Silva from Skyfall. Uh, right. We have Stamper from Tomorrow Never Dies. Correct. Shaw from uh, Justin. You can from Russia with Love. There you go. And then we have Zorn from View to a Kill. 
Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Uh, uh. So, uh, Matt, there was you one who throw your hat in the ring on any guy out of those four you think is the best bleach bomb bleach. I, I screwed it up. Bleach blonde bond baddie. I mean, I I would have to go. I mean, considering because I've mentioned this in this month in the Bond reviews, I, I'm not a Bond fan in terms of the movies. I haven't seen a lot of James Bond movies. You son so of a bitch! You when you son of a bitch, no. these other guys. Like, I know Christopher Walken was a villain. I wouldn't have been able to tell you his name, his villain villain name. Mm. But going by just seeing Skyfall, I mean, I thought Javier Bardem as Silva was he was a good Bond villain because yeah. he was he was creepy. And he was also kind of the when when you look at his character and James Bond, they're pretty much the antithesis, the antithesis of of each other. You have James Bond, who's relatively new agent, but still like he upholds justice and everything like that. Whereas you have Silva, who's a tweaked version. Like that's basically Bond looking in the mirror at his future. So I think that's kind of scary from a villain standpoint, where you can look at the villain, and you are potentially going to become that villain. At some point, maybe. So you're, right. you're so saying Silva. That's, that's, yeah, Silva. Yeah, saying Silva. So, I mean, that's, I guess I would say Silva would be my pick as best of. <laughs> hmm. Okay, uh, Mr. Palizzi, do, do you have a difference I of do. opinion? <laughs> I, I, do. I, 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 I And I already, know who, um, I already know who it is, too. <laughs> do I, you? Oh, it's got to be Shaw. It's yeah. got to be Shaw. Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> I apparently wrote the review and never posted it, so I'll be doing that tomorrow then. <laughs> um, because From Russia With Love is my favorite oh, Bond film. I remember. And uh, Robert Shaw is just, ugh, he's, just badass. He, he's a pre- I mean, in that in that movie, yeah, it's his character. <laughs> I mean, how, how do you sum up his character? Like he's just badass. <laughs> they train. They have all. They have a. What's, what's the name? Spectre? There or is it Mersh, Smursh, Smush? Whatever the name of the organization is, the Russian organization that Spectre, is. Yeah, yeah they, they have they have Smursh. Smursh, Smursh is uh. Is that the you think you thinking of uh, oh, what the hell is it called? I forget the damn name, but yeah, the, the, the opening. Get smart. Get smart. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Uh, she's walking through this training ground with all. Yeah. They're doing this. The craziest exercises you've ever seen. <laughs> well, that's a spoof. That's a spoof in Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. And then, they open up the door. Yeah, they open the door and they do the craziest things you've ever seen. And it's serious. And then they get to him and he's sunbathing with this chick. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, they Ru- punch him. And they Ru- the Russian girl picks him up. And this is how she evaluates how badass he is. Robert Shaw stands up and she goes, she says something to him and then just punches him in the stomach. And he doesn't. Yeah. And he doesn't even. But what's, but what's in her hand? Oh, brass knuckles. <laughs> she doesn't. He doesn't flinch, and she goes, "He'll do." He'll do. That's very badass. Like I said, badass is the is only the, the, the one word you could use for yeah, that. Yeah, the even only, for that film. The only thing I would retort you on his character. I think his name is Grant. Is it Grant? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only thing I would retort you is that he is less. He has less dimensions than. Uh, Silva, yeah. but I mean, he's still a complete and utter badass. <laughs> so there's no, there's no doubt about that. I mean, to get punched in the stomach by a Russian KGB defector and just be like, yeah, <laughs> he'll do. He's good. He's use good. him. Use him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's great. And then like, 
Do like the train sequence and stuff like that. Yeah, train sequence is good. Um, yeah. uh, Silva would probably be mine just because you know I I like bad guys that are they they can outthink you. Joker comes to mind. You know he's an out he's a he's an outthinker. It's not even the the techno technological stuff. That scene which I, I didn't get to talk about. I think I talked about it to uh, I don't know if I talked about it in the review where Silva is introduced and it's all one shot. It's probably yeah. The, one of the greatest scenes I've seen in a movie in the last, it's it, and it's simple in its simplicity. It, it's one of the greatest shots I've ever seen in a movie where he comes down on an elevator and he's walking toward Bond and he's delivering this. Tell the story about the the, the rats, the, the, the uh, creepy mice. Or yeah, the rats, yeah, yeah, on the, yeah, the, the yeah, the rats. Yeah, yeah. it's the creepiest. There's going to be two rats left. Two rats. Yeah, yeah. And he's telling this creepy story all in one shot. Deacons is shooting it all in one shot. He walks into a close up right at the exact end of the story. It's a, it, if that that that's pretty much surmised Silva. And it's not this his his technological prowess or even his, you know, his little gay jabs at Bond. It just seemed always seemed like he was one step ahead of and they even say he's always one step ahead of us. It, it near the end it kind of got he kind of lost some of his, I guess, common sense. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of yeah. sabotaged his character. But on paper, all the way up to the part where he was going to kill him in Parliament, I, I didn't even even like. I didn't. I love that scene, but as a kit for his character, I didn't really like that as his, his plan. It should have been a little bit more because it was that was there was no subtlety to that. I'm just gonna walk into Parliament and shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Really, I mean, I I love the scene. The scene's freaking awesome. But it was like, man, you think that with his plan, he was gonna do something. You think he would have a bigger plan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You think it'd be like when they captured him, they used like some kind of like body double clone kind of version of him that had like a bomb put in him. So, yeah, like, like blew her up. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. dark. That's the Dark Knight again. <laughs> you can't do yeah. the Dark Knight. Well, not, <laughs> not, you a, know, not a cell well, phone bomb. <laughs> kinda. Um, I would I would say Silva Shaw again is a badass, but he's more he he's pretty much is if Stamper had more stuff to do because Stamper is essentially just a thug. Yeah, a very and, he, he, and the way he goes out is just like <laughs> stupid. <laughs> gets me every time. <laughs> hey, there's a missile on my foot. <laughs> there's a missile yeah, on my foot. He's a nitwit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, but yeah, Shaw is essentially great standards. Uh, Zorn. <sighs> Zorn. Well, it's Christopher right. Walken, essentially. So. It's, it's not the greatest film. No, it's to not. Begin with. It's not a good film. You took a kill. I mean, I would probably blame Christopher Walken. He's probably of all four of them the most psychotic. I would say. If you have any doubts about that, watch the scene where he closes up the uh, mine and he just oozes seven hundred people <laughs> with a with a smile on his face. He's just laughing. Ha 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 ha! He's just shooting everybody. He's not a. He's well, then he he also has that um the blimp, and <laughs> he does that to the guy. Like he's like, you could just leave, and then like kicks him out. Kicks him out. Yeah, he does a Terminator two on him. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of badass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> I, I mean, I I, I want a blimp. <laughs> just to kick people out of it. Just, just to kick people out. Just pull on the side. Just park it at the mall. <laughs> 
You know, that'd be a badass move to like just show up to something on a blimp. You're like, damn, this guy's paid. He's on a blimp. <laughs> Nobody has a blimp anymore. It was, a, it was a blimp. <laughs> <laughs> I watch all the football games for free. Uh, but yeah, I, I would have to say Silva. Of all four of these guys, Silva is probably have the greatest mind. I love villains with a great mind. Shaw is the most physically imposing of the four. It's true. He, I mean, Very true. he's he. I mean, he pretty much beats Sean Connery's ass for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, beats the shit out of him. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I, I I'm gonna go with Silva. The second best. Uh, oh, sorry, simply the best would be best Bond song. Now, Ooh. now, I, I, I automatically mine is just easy to come with. Every time I think of Bond, I think of this song. But I'll let you guys go first. Do we have a list, or you want us to name it? You can you can just name it because there's been a million Bond. There's been twenty three Bond songs. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can just you, name. You, can you just were joking name. the other day, but I do I do like the song. I do like Duran Duran View to a Kill because I, I love think, that song. I think it perfectly encapsulated encapsulates nineteen eighties Bond movies because it has that techno, uh, yeah. po- po- like that post punk techno sound to it. And it's super, yeah. it is super cheesy, and it, it, and it fits the movie. I mean, the movie's cheesy, the song is cheesy, so and it's catchy. I mean, that's something you could dance in the club with. And <laughs> well, they're, all, they're all they're all pretty catchy. Pretty catchy, yeah. except for but this, yeah. But this one is like it's like eighties kind of like I don't know. There's something about it that I just kind of like. I think I have a, an affinity for eighties music, just like you, Justin. So it's it it, it works. Uh, Justin, what is your favorite Bond song? Well, that's a tough one. That is. I mean, there's a lot of good is, ones in there. I. If I had to pick one, mm-hmm. like when you think Bond, a song that you just comes right to your head. Matt says Duran Duran View to a Kill, which is a yeah, great, but I, I like I like since, I love Duran Duran since the day I can remember. I've listened to every one <laughs> <laughs> on on a loop. You know. <laughs> I really like. Nobody does it better. That's a good you know, one. And all time high. <laughs> all time high is freaking. Have you ever seen the the? Well, you've seen it, but Matt, have you seen the the <laughs> opening sequence for for that? That's for in the on Kill Bill. No, 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 no. All oh. time, all time high. This uh, is that for your Octopussy. Eyes only? Octopussy. Oh yeah, that is a crazy opening sequence. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying well, to think. How does the song go though? It's an all-time high. It's it's really like schlocky. Oh, okay. There you go. You're gonna get lovely tonight. <laughs> oh man. I mean, it's, it's it is what it is. It is what but... you you go you go all-time high is your favorite Bond song. No, I would say I would say nobody does it better. Nobody does it better. As- I said I, I said yeah I like. I mean, I love them all, but I would say if I had to pick one, nobody does it better. It's used a lot in, like, documentaries and stuff about Bond. Yeah. Especially, like, when Q died. Yeah. They did a montage with that song. So, it's kind of like a that Bond, the second Bond theme song, almost. Yes. It, it, it's but it's up there. I love them all, though. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I love, uh, I even love, you know, Moonraker and then Thunderball and you only live twice, Her Majesty's Secret Service. I mean, they're all badass, really, because <laughs> they all fit, like Matt said. A lot of them, essentially, almost all of them, fit their time period and yeah, that agreed. particular film. Yeah. 
So it's not like they just randomly picked one from the archives and said, all right, we're going to use that. You know, they all have a special um, handmade quality to them for that particular film. Uh, my, uh, my honorable mention, for some reason, I don't know why I love the hell out of this song. Well, I know why, because it's fucking awesome. It's gotta be, it's, this is on, this is not my favorite Bond song of all time, but if I want to get in the mood for Bond, I throw on You Know My Name. It's so freaking badass by Chris Cornell for Casino Royale. That is like the, for the, the opening sequence, the song, it's badass. If I had to, you know get in the mood to watch a bunch of Bond films, I'm probably listening to that song. And it's new. It's one of the newer songs, but I love it. I love the opening sequence. I mean, it's a good I, song. I, I would watch the, the, the opening title sequence with the cards and the little animation yeah. stuff. It's great. But if I had to pick a song, somebody put a gun to my head and said, think of a James Bond song. The first one comes to me is Goldfinger. I don't know what it is about that song. I mean, I heard Shirley ba- Dame, epic. Dame Shirley Bassey perform it live. It's on YouTube. If you ever get a chance, just look at it. She does it live, and she's at some like the Coconut Grove Club somewhere. It's like yeah. some weird. It's, it's if, a, I think it's, I think it's called the Coconut Grove Club. I believe that's what it's called. It's like there's palm trees and stuff, and she's doing it live, and she is so into it. It is badass. Yeah, <laughs> and she, she sings the. She fuck needs out to of do it. one more, one more Bond film. She, she's she's still alive, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She, I was. I mean. I, I, I mean, Skyfall is another one that I, it, Skyfall and Audio Slave are kind of in my honorable mentions because I never liked Adele at all. My sister would tell me about her, and I would be like, eh. And then I heard this Skyfall song, and it reminded me of uh, Diamond. She tell you the stories. Yeah, the stories, the stories of when she was young. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> she, I heard, I heard the Skyfall song, and it, it just reminded me of Diamonds Are Forever, and I was like, Yeah, it's good. You know, and it sucks when when you're in the movie theater and there's only two speakers working, oh, man. and it's very dull. And, and you, you got you got to go to the theater and watch it again. You, you, you did you see it twice in the theater or only once in the theater? No, I saw I saw it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you... I got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Crack but <and> you... help, <laughs> and I'll probably be seeing it Tuesday. I, I mean, I saw it twice, and then I watched it online twice. Yeah, so I did too. I watched it once online. <laughs> I mean, just for the review, when I was doing the review for it, I watched it just so I can get enough information for the review to, to pinpoint stuff. But I didn't enjoy it watching it online, <laughs> so I got to actually hear Adele in the, in, in the theater. And that song is very good. I mean, Shirley Bassey has done a whole bunch of Bond songs. And I think if they play their cards right Adele could do the same thing she could do the, if I was them I'd be like you know what Adele we're gonna make you like Shirley Bassey and you're gonna do yeah. three Bond but songs she, in a row but she's only like 24, 25 yeah yeah she's young yeah, Adele, she's, Adele's yeah. young yeah and she's so great. I would definitely have her Shirley do do another one because apparently she was supposed to do Quantum yeah um, I don't know how true that rumor is but the song is apparently out there on YouTube oh I would love to hear version that. that they were working on I'm not even I, I, like, I like Quantum though I, I, I do yeah, it's fine, but I I want one more of her yes. to do one. You know, maybe the next one. I'm surprised they didn't do it for this one. I mean, if it's like 50th anniversary, yeah. you would have thought they would have done done that. Shirley you know? Bassey have Shirley Bassey yeah. come back. Let's you know what? I I, I I just did it. Shirley Bassey Adele duet. Bam! Yeah, I just, I, I, well, she's yeah. the closest. That I think be... uh, I think Adele's the closest so far to to Shirley. So yeah, yeah, yeah that well, works. But yeah, Goldfinger is amazing. It's just the way she hits that last note in the YouTube video, it is freaking... 
I was just getting it for a link for the review, and I watched it, and I was like, damn, she is loving singing. It's like you can just tell she loves singing this song. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she's old. She's old. Yeah, you know? yeah, she yeah. is. So, to, to be able to sing that, like, like perfect. Yeah, yeah. Even at the uh, tender age of... <laughs> 70 whatever it is <laughs> tender, age. tender age tender age of 233 <laughs> she's a highlander from the clan mcleod uh so now we're going to talk about looking ahead for this month of december a mm. word that you're looking forward to in this upcoming month matthew stewart what is your word uh for for looking ahead yes yeah, sir you could say django django with the daily silent you're looking forward to quentin's western spaghetti western epic I think everybody is. I mean, unless you're just out of the yeah. loop and you don't like movies, I think it's more of a fact of like if you don't, if you don't like movies, you probably don't care about this movie coming out. But this is kind of like a big, big month, like December Quentin Tarantino, because they're they're rescreening both Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction early this uh, month on the fourth and the sixth. I'm going to both. Mm-hmm. Are they what what at a particular theater? Uh, you have to look up theaters in your area, but I know down uh-huh. here in South Florida. They're doing it at Sawgrass Movie Theater, and they're doing it at yeah. the uh, Aventura Movie Theater, and they're doing it at uh, Cinemark over in uh, Davie. You know those theaters, DJ, right? Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah. The old Movie Co., yeah. It's a one-time, one-time only showing. Well, I don't know if only, but it's a one-time showing of Reservoir Dogs on Tuesday and a one-time showing of Pulp Fiction on Thursday. So it's kind of leaving. Oh, you guys are lucky. Yeah, I'll, that's lucky. Yeah, you might you might have it in your area, Justin. You should check. It might be they might be playing. They have to be playing. If it's playing it, down here, it's got to be playing. It's, na- it's nationwide. It's not only down. We here. don't. We don't. Uh, we don't get films in uh, New Jersey. <laughs> We've never heard of a movie. <laughs> only. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> only grief. <laughs> only grief. I'm confused right now. And Django is important because I don't know if you guys saw the interview with him. This might be his last film. He's talking about retiring soon. Because yeah. he's so pissed about the transition from film to digital, and he's like, "I'm gonna just write books and shit because I'm I'm good with this whole." He he calls it TV in public. That's essentially what films look like now because you can't even get film projectors in theaters. So he's he says this is not what he signed up for. So Django might be one of the last hurrahs. <laughs> Where do I sign up? <laughs> I'll sign up right now. <laughs> Right. But what yeah, word I mean, you got? what word you got, DJ? My word is Reacher, as in Jack Reacher. Who is my favorite writer of all time? Uh, you have no idea uh, because you do not know Sylvia me. Plath. No, 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 not her. Uh, uh, Christopher McQuarrie, the writer of The Usual Suspects, and my favorite movie of all time, The Way of the Gun, is writing and directing. Yeah. Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise. I've seen the trailer. It's freaking awesome. I'm a big fan of Christopher McCord because the way he writes is the way I would love to know how to write. I mean, I try and emulate him when I write. Uh, so his dialogue is always awesome. If you've ever seen Way of the Gun, it has arguably the greatest shootout scene in history of cinema, in my opinion. Uh, Wild Bunch. Wild Bunch is there, but I mean, there's a lot of slow-mo in Wild Bunch. and uh, Way of the Gun ain't no slow-mo. It feels like you're in a gunfight. Uh, Jack Reacher, it's a plot about... Uh, he's a military police officer. <laughs> And he's uh, investigating a crime, and it, it has Werner Her- Werner Herzog as the bad guy. Now, if that doesn't get your money, <laughs> I don't know what you're spending your money on. Probably drugs, prostitutes, prostitutes. Uh, but yeah, for any movie where Tom Cruise is going against Werner Herzog and Char- Christopher McQuarrie is writing it, I'm in. So that is my movie. I'm looking forward to Justin. 
What are you looking forward to in December? Uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it, early for December. Um, is that the only other? Is that troll the, movie coming out? That troll movie with the uh, the little troll. The guys. hobbits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Hobbit. I I would I would um, hide and park on the Hudson. Hmm. You went all artsy on us. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> oh boy. Let us let us know what this is. What is this hide and park? <laughs> let me put my pants on. Let me tell you a story. Take that monocle out of your um, <laughs> You know you know what it is? No, I do not. I, Please explain. I, I FDR, cool. Bill uh, Mar- Bill Murray. Oh FDR. yes, I remember. Really? I, I've heard, I, I heard about it like a couple months ago, but I didn't. I, I haven't been tracking it. I know he was playing FDR, but I didn't know. Yeah, I I read that it was okay, mm-hmm. but Bill Maher was pretty uh, pretty cool on it, pretty badass. So I'm interested to seeing how that uh, plays out. Is it is it dramatic? Is it a dramatic performance, or is it kind of like Wes Anderson? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a comedy drama film okay you know and uh apparently he stands out pretty good um this apparently a couple of people stand out pretty good but um i don't know i don't know if it's uh it's a limited release or or what but it sounds like it's it really the only will be yeah, man let me see if i can check real quick but yeah i i uh it's really the only other thing that and then, then you have lord of the rings and then the ones you guys uh, mentioned. Yeah. There's, some, there's, some big, yeah, there's definitely some big movies coming out in December. So I've, I've been I've been surprised by to. people who aren't that enthusiastic about Hobbit. I mean, I'm not like saying I'm over enthusiastic about it, but you would think that's because it's the Hobbit yeah. that people are going crazy. Be, be big, but when you think a about it, there really aren't. wasn't like a huge big fervor for the first Lord of the Rings movie. There was some, yeah. but there that's weren't true. a lot of people like losing uh, their shit over it. That's true. Uh, I. Uh, I guess I I remember kind of a little bit differently, but this to me this seems more stale as opposed to before. The oh, the Lord of Rings. Oh, because the, yeah. I mean, the only big catching thing for me is that the, the experimental way he shot it with uh, yeah forty eight frames a second stuff. Oh, so. That's that's really the only reason why I'd go see it. That's it. See that. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if I could deal with a whole movie that that shot that way though. That's a little like too close to reality for me yeah that's it's interesting that's why i really i mean i really never was that big i mean i own them and i do enjoy them mm-hmm. but the whole prequel thing yeah, yeah. gets to me it gets to me batman begins as a prequel is it a prequel that's a it's reboot like a that's a reboot yeah, it's a reboot <laughs> it's a reboot <laughs> it's a reboot there you go you know uh <laughs> Try next time. <laughs> Damn it. I almost had him. I almost had him in my clutches. Uh, that will do it for the Simplistic Review Podcast. If you want to follow our reviews, uh, follow us on simplisticreviews.blogspot.com. You can like us on Facebook on facebook.com slash simplisticreviews. Uh, mm-hmm. Twitter is... SR Blogspot. Uh, for Justin Polizzi, uh, Matt Seward, I'm DJ yeah, Valentine. Did you forget my name? What is your name again? Is it Matthew Stewart? Matthew T. Matthew T. Stewart. Bitch, let's ah. say Matthew Stewart. I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you uh, Django. D. Sound, motherfucker. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, see you next time.
The opinions of Matthew Stewart, DJ Valentine, and Justin Polizzi do not represent Simplistic Reviews, its staff or agents. Wait a damn minute. You three dummies run the f***ing site. How in the blue hell does your opinions not represent it? Who the f*** wrote this crap? The shit stinks of pretentious, so it's gotta be Valentine. Were you born this stupid or did you take lessons?